Mark's Gospel now unfolds as Jesus is making his way through Galilee. So he's far away from the center of religious power and elitism in Jerusalem, far away from uh, political power, and he's now wandering around what many scripture scholars and teachers call, call God-forsaken Galilee, because it's far removed from the people who are in control. So he takes his disciples around, and at this point he says, um, the Son of Man, that's a nickname that he, he liked it, and he used it for himself, and he mentions it two times here. He borrowed it from the book of Daniel. And the Son of Man is a very powerful image, but that's a little bit different story. So when he says the Son of Man, they think of this powerful image, it immediately puts a little static in their brain because he says he's going to be killed and then rise on the third day. Okay, which way is it? Are you the powerful Son of Man? You're not acting like it. But he still uses the title many times throughout the Gospel. Said they didn't test him, they didn't question him because they were afraid. And I think they were maybe in the back of their minds, they knew what he was talking about, that he was going to be killed, but God spare us from that knowledge at this point. We're afraid to ask. <clears throat> well, when they get to Capernaum, which is allegedly where Jesus lives, and they go in the house, he asks them, I saw you arguing on the way. He probably knew what they were arguing about. Uh, what was that all about? Because they had been arguing about which one is the, depending on what translation you read, the most important, or the ones who are first, make a difference. They, that's what they were arguing about. I'm more important than you are. Come on. How could you have been following this man around now all over Galilee and argue among yourselves which one is more important? He says the most important, as far as I'm concerned, is the one who serves the needs of all. And the last, or the least, will be first. Very, very important images in his teaching because so many times during his teachings he's dealing face to face with a lot of the religious elite who think they are very, very important. And he even tells his friends, disciples, don't be like them. He's very explicit about that many times. So here he is uh, taking his, uh, privately, it says he's got the 12 inside the house now. He's kind of taking them to the woodshed because they are arguing over who is the greatest. 
says in my book, the greatest is, are those who serve the rest. And then, in the third part of this story, he takes a little child and places this translation, I don't know if you notice it or not. He places the little child, he places it in front of them. Is it the right word? I don't know. But it strikes me as odd. Anyhow, <clears throat> he places the little child and he says, this is, this is what we're aiming at. And if you receive, in my name, if you receive a little child, hug him, uh, in my name, you're receiving me. And if you receive me, you're receiving the one who sent you. The powerful imagery. And what theoretically said, <coughs> because he's sitting there with his arms around a little child in welcome. Try to imitate the little child, he says. Uh, and what can be more delightful? A beautiful image compared to what they were talking about coming down the road, going from village to village in Galilee. So here we are, we have the three parts of the story broken down for us, all separated in this one gospel story for us today. What's in it for us? Well, some of the imagery that is used almost against the disciples is an image of sometimes that we can see reflected <coughs> in the life of the church. Way more important than you are. I'm a priest. You're not. That attitude. No. There's a difference between us all. But that doesn't mean one is better than the rest. A long time ago, in living memory for most of us here, maybe, maybe about half. When Bishop Gallagher was our bishop uh, four bishops ago, <coughs> the bishops of the United States elected him to be on the committee, on the committee of uh, that conference of bishops, about 300 of them or so, in charge of the priestly life and ministry of priests in the United States. And Raymond Gallagher was the uh, chairman of that outfit. They issued a document, it's kind of a teaching document, not just for priests, but also about priests. And they named it, after much consultation, uh, priests all over the country who were consulted on the whole document, and then What's the name of this document going to be? And it was called, called to serve. Was the name. It could have been uh, with a different mentality, ordained to be superior or to reflect that attitude. It's called as one who serves. So it was kind of a. a an invitation to the clergy, we are not here to dominate or simply to set up uh, 
rules day after day after day. We're here to serve. Let's put ourselves back now, take us back to the story. In whatever walk of life we are, <coughs> where am I in the first part of the story? Am I listening to Jesus and not believing that he is offering himself as the sacrificial lamb and will rise again? Or am I Jesus trying to, under, trying to help the disciples understand who I am? We're probably somewhere in there and maybe bounce back and forth. And then into the house. Am I one of those saying, I am more important than you are? You know that. My name is Andrew. I was the first one chosen. So knock it off. I'm more important than you are. Or are we like the little child who says, imitate the child? Maybe we're bouncing around back and forth from the two the two parts of the story, the little child and the child's innocence, or the disciples seeking importance. And then, finally, how receptive are we to a child? Are we distancing ourselves from our children? Or are we valuing them to the extent that there's no doubt in their minds that we are loved by our elders. It's also called character formation from the very youngest days of our life. That's all very important. So we have these images floating around back and forth in the story. They shouldn't end there. We need to carry the images of the story out the door. And in 15 minutes, we're going to find ourselves making decisions, maybe subconsciously, maybe consciously, on how that story relates to how I relate to others who think they're important, who should be treated as more important, who are children or are ignored children, where are we? That'll kick in the moment we leave the church. Good luck on all that.